Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Mojo Market Report right here on a football Super Bowl week Monday. We made it, man. No yeah. more no more speculation. No more no more like hype. No, no there's more. like a little more speculation. We yeah, made a full week. We got five days of yeah, speculation. We have five more days of speculation. We have not quite made it, but we're there. We're yeah, there. we have made it to at least uh, media week. So of course you're going to get some nuggets uh, dropped off uh, on on Radio Row and everything like that. So a lot of media happening this week. We're excited to be a part of it here at Mojo. So Dave Starcho alongside Chris Gucci and of course A Five Anthony behind the glass right here at Chop Studios. We hope you guys had a great weekend. Uh, sorry, partner, that I left you high and dry on, on Friday. Good. It's We're been a, uh, it was a learning experience. It was nice to get thrown to the wolves. I liked it. The I'm fact good. that I was like, hey, man, we could just cancel it. And you're like, I'm going to give it a go. And I was like, that's my guy right there. He's going to he's gonna rock yeah, this. Yeah, no, I had I had moments and bouts of uh, of self-doubt throughout that morning. It, it went <laughs> Show up a was great. Late. There was a, there, bro, there was like a power issue. Everything <laughs> that could have gone wrong. Went wrong, nice. but we're here. We made it, and yeah. you got you got 15 minutes out of the kid. Yeah, listen, right? listen thirteen thirty to be exact. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you gotta you gotta take your uh, pick your battles. Um, so as far as I'm concerned, I'm right there. I'm not a hundred, but uh, you know I'll get there. But it is playoff time, and Dave's gonna suck it up. And oh, play. absolutely! It's Super Bowl week. I'm very pumped about it. But we couldn't even get to Super Bowl week before some NBA news that dropped over the course of uh, the last couple. Uh, I guess 24 hours really. Um, Big trade happening in the NBA, and the only reason why I bring up the NBA is because by next week this time, NBA will be launched in the Mojo market. We're going to launch it here. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a great time. But the the, the one th- conversation we were having over the last couple of days, or at least the last couple of weeks when we found out about the NBA, was share prices and like who's going to be the top dog, blah, 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 right? So we all just, we kind of it, it coincide agreed that Luca was going to be one of the top dudes Outside the LeBrons of the world, right? Like Luca yeah. was going to be the guy. Does it plummet with this trade? No, because not, Kyrie no. Irving is the most toxic player in the NBA, and he's traded over to Dallas. And the Dallas Maverick fans, which I have a lot of them, because I'm in that Dallas media circle with a lot of my friends over there, and they're all Dallas fans. They're like, "This is great. We got our guy." And I'm just like, "You realize what he brought to the Nets, right?" And that's a whole nothing burger. I wonder if the Nets played in Texas. They would have had the issues that they had with Kyrie last year. I don't think they would have. Now, oh, as far that, as the half schedule thing? Because of the whole half schedule thing, I think a lot of I'm the, not even talking about that. A lot of the more recent things were a little to do with that. Um, I think that there's a little bit of things with the front office that Kyrie doesn't really jive with. But, look, I've talked bad about Kyrie for a long time since his Duke days. I'm a UNC fan. But the, at the end of it all, Kyrie is a very, very good guard. He's Mike no, arguably not, the best scoring No lies guard. told there. Since Allen Iverson, you can make the case that he's the best ball handler in the history of the NBA. There's a bunch of things that Kyrie's bringing to the table. The whole flat earth, um, not sure about <laughs> the whole, you know, bad teammate, but good teammate half the time. That's I'm not, not going to so jive sure in, in Texas. I'll tell you that right um, now. It's not going to, but I don't know, you know, going go, being the fact that they really didn't give up all that much being it was a 2029. I thought it was 27, but so if it's 2029. first round pick, it could end up being a terrible pick. Or a terrible we're talking uh, about trade, but we're talking six, six years, years down, down the line. The line. That's so insane. I think when you're looking at it from a Maverick standpoint right now, like it's clear that Luca needs help in a major oh, way. Oh, I mean, we've and, seen the stat sheet, and I don't know that Kyrie's going to come and make noise in the amount of time that they have him for. They're obviously looking to do an extension, a long-term deal, but I don't think Kyrie's going to sign that until the offseason anyway. He's going to enter free agency. Um, it does make them a worse defensive team, the Mavericks, but. 
Um, it's the NBA, and we're looking at defensive. No defense anyway. Like the the best defense in the in the league ten years ago would be like the put it this way: there is no defense. I saw a bunch of numbers, and I'm not gonna because I'm not gonna do them justice. But Kyrie going there and them not playing defense, are they gonna get ten more points of offense? If so, it works. Uh, I, I mean, think it's if you watch the box scores of the Dallas Mavericks games, it was Luca dropping forty and everybody else in single digits. It was insane. You so yeah. Getting it's, another it's, guy it's like a, a Kyrie Irving helps him, but it's a double-edged sword I don't know too. If you want to because if you want to, we're looking at the the perspective of let's just say from this perspective, right? Um, being that I'm not a Nets fan, I'm also not a Knicks fan. But from the side of it, if you're a New York fan and you have this like Nets versus Knicks thing, you want to bash the Nets because the big three did not work, right? It was a hard and scary hours. It didn't work, <laughs> but that didn't work last year, and they figured that out last year, so it was no longer that big three. So that's gone. But now. You're bashing Brooklyn because that didn't work, but is did Brooklyn make a good trade? Because I think they may have gotten better defensively, but they're now lacking that number two punch. That and they Durant's still been out, so it's like the they're, they're going to lose some so ground it's, here. It's a tough. It's a tough situation. I wonder how I Durant think, feels about. I think all the this. Nets had no choice but to do it: get rid of Kyrie's situation and move forward. Um, like, I'm excited to see what Luke is going to do with another premier offensive option with him. We yeah. haven't seen that yet, so yeah, I think Luca's. I think Luca's um, teammate proof. Nothing that anything happens. Nobody that goes there is going to make Luca play worse. I mean, Luca's one of the best in the NBA. So now you're adding another weapon to that team. I'm sure. And you can make the on the court the they'll best, get good. The best in the NBA right now. Yeah. I mean, again, you look at Luca on the surface, and you're like, "There's no way this guy's the best athlete in the NBA." Ah, yeah, he is. Um, anyway, by any chance, segueing into football. Hmm. Did you get a chance to watch any of the uh, Pro Bowl stuff? No, I did see the internet, though. So I watched the internet, and <laughs> okay. I, I you know, saw everything I needed to see. I, from what I've seen on the internet is that I've, or at least read on the internet, I saw everything I needed to see. On so are you not a fan of even the attempt to do this no, kind of I'm, stuff? No, I'm definitely a fan. I think it might be a little bit of a reach to do it in between, because right now everyone's like kind of like, all right, enough with the That's football. We got a break. This was like the go enjoy the the Sunday with your family, you know, give you a little preview for all the men out there that have neglected their families for the last three months. Now By the you way, get, you're going to Vegas now. Yeah, yeah now it's yeah. like you get one more week next week of the Super Bowl, but then just let, let you know, like, men, it's over. And women, it's over on Sundays. You're going to be doing all those apple pickings and whatever the <laughs> spring version of that is. Enjoy it is it. apples, I believe. In um, spring? I don't know. No, no, definitely you're asking not. the wrong yeah. guy. Uh, but it, yeah, I mean, look, I saw a lot of it. My boy CD Lamb, couple touchdowns, you know, getting slimy over there. Oh, he God played great. Uh, I was excited. I did see a trick play that the AFC tried to run, that they pitched it over to uh, to Stephon Diggs, and then Stephon Diggs threw an interception to Trayvon Diggs. So that was fun. Uh, hopefully, I'll see that once, uh, you know, again over there. Uh, Huntley, I saw a little Huntley action. He threw a touchdown pass to Mark Andrews, so I'm looking at him like, oh, look, Huntley deserves to be there. He didn't deserve to be there, Bro. but what? I think anybody that played at any point in the NFL deserved to be there. Like It was just like, a, hey, go have fun. It so that's why I'm asking you, with, with mm-hmm. and I'm not saying, look, they took away the game itself, the, the hitting aspect of the game, even though nobody gave, uh, who was that, Jalen Ramsey, I believe, laid out Tyreek Hill. Uh, he didn't get the memo that it was flag football. But, uh, like, uh, player safety-wise, you know, they're always preaching on that. Is this stuff going to go away, too? Like, I, I know it's a flag football game, but listen, I, I played flag football, you've played flag football. Those injuries can happen in flag football. Yeah. And if anything, they might be playing a little bit more loose and reckless. Did they play on grass? 
they played in Vegas. So whatever Vegas got going uh, on over there. It's, uh, it might be. But, I don't know, but look, it's fun. I think that they should do it in the I mean, I saw off some season, American Gladiators type should, stuff. I think they should wait a little bit and do it a week after the Super Bowl, maybe two weeks after the Super Bowl. This way, these guys get a chance to decompress, decompress yeah, a little bit, and so sure. do the fans for that matter. Um, I had zero interest in actually tuning in to watch it because I knew what would happen the way the internet goes. I The same way I consume NBA All-Star Weekend, Home Run Derby, I'm not watching That's that. That's also Sluster, too. I'm not sitting there through two, three hours of Chris Berman talking. I want to just see the home runs. You know what I mean? And, and guess what? MLB.com is going to put out a nice little post, and all I'm going to have to do is swipe <laughs> to see each player, right? Yeah. So that's wrong. how I watch things now. Um, welcome to the t- welcome to the new age, Dave. I mean, you welcomed yourself to the new age, and I feel like you're missing out. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, the game itself was so fun. Wait, I have a question. Did you really thoroughly enjoy it? You sat down and watched like six I did hours. Not. Oh, I'm missing I out. Did, I've been going through it last couple of days. I haven't been able to just sit down and enjoy my weekend. Uh, but I, like I said, I watched a lot of it. I saw what I needed to see. I think it was it was well done. I think... The players responded well to it. You know, Josh Jacobs says the whole thing is stupid. But. I think, well, he's not wrong. Um, <laughs> I think there's only one guy that really wanted to be there and showed that he wanted Peyton to be Manning. there. Well, well, oh, my God. That he was, was so cr- angry. Did you see the last? You didn't see the last play, though. With the way he, they knelt. They like, kneeled, yeah. 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 Like, so they made a mockery of a mockery. They basically said, we're going to take a knee. I think that was Hawaii Mike's line. Uh, well, they took a knee to end the game, uh, to run the clock out, and Peyton Manning went absolutely nuts and said, you can't run. Like, the quarterback's not allowed to run. Like, Kirk Cousins or any quarterback is not allowed to run, so that's technically a run play. And he took a knee. He goes ballistic. And, you know, meanwhile, <laughs> Peyton Manning's going nuts. Down, and Peyton. they're And they're jumping Gatorade on Eli <laughs> because he just won the game. So, Eli, congratulations, man. Another accomplishment, another feather in your cap. No, but Derek Carr basically used it as like a free agency audition or or trade audition. His one interview when he's like not only that, like, bro, did you see him in the skills competition? Oh yeah, lit it up. He lit it up. And down the stretch, like he was like it looked like Mahomes all of a sudden. And he was throwing a Kelsey every single play. It was yeah. like dink, dink, sidearm, dink, dink. I think he threw two lefty. You know, Dude. he didn't, but and then they, obviously the interviewer uh, asked him, he's like, you well, know, not enough. Yeah, not enough. That's why I'm going to be. I'm not going to be here next year. Hats off to Derek Carr. I guarantee you team looked at that and was like, oh, <laughs> good guy. I'll take him on. <laughs> good my guy. Team. Bring him on in. Just not the Jets. Speaking of quarterbacks, it's finally time to break down some of the NFL's best, meaning Super Bowl quarterbacks coming at you this weekend. It is Patrick Mahomes. It is Jalen Hurts. It is a matchup of two one seeds. That these guys have led their team the entire way. Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes both not 100% health wise. I mean, you think about it, like if Jalen Hurts is still dealing with the shoulder thing, obviously Mahomes' ankle is still, you know, I don't buy it, but like I think it's still banged up. I think he is. He looked like he was struggling in the end of that game. A couple times, yeah. But um, overall, you know, you look at both of these guys, I and mean, when it comes to the mojo market, both of them obviously are leaps and bounds different in share price because considering Mahomes is already a Super Bowl champion. Uh, Jalen Hurts, though, has a chance to really up his stock with the Super Bowl bonus if he gets this job done. When you look at this game on the surface, Chris, and you look at these quarterbacks, just based off the way they've played, based off of their total offense around them, offensive line, everything, who's got the edge going into Sunday? I mean, based on the weapons around them, I feel like it's pretty even. It's it's almost lateral. I think Jalen Hurts brings a lot more to the table, obviously running the football when it comes down to actually taking off and running the football. Pat Mahomes is really hard to sack. He's a little less hard to sack now with the ankle inj- uh, injury going on, but I think the reason why 
I lean a little more towards Mahomes in this one in terms of who's going to be able to put up better numbers. It's um, – oh, I'm sorry. I lean a little more towards Jalen Hurts mm. is because the Chiefs defense leaves a little less to be desired than the, the Eagles do. The yeah. Eagles have one of the better defenses, and I don't want to say this, you know, without – I'm saying this, and I understand that this might be a reach because they haven't actually won anything yet. And to be considered one of the best defenses of all time, you have to win a Super Bowl. Um, but they're playing in it, and they've done things this year getting to the quarterback that have been all-time good. So when you're talking about pressuring the quarterback, I think that's the main thing a defense wants to do. They're arguably the best ever at doing it. Pat Mahomes with the bum ankle, he may have his hands full. I know the Chiefs' offensive line is good, but... And they don't really have a, a... I mean, we'll get into the running backs tomorrow, but I don't look at the Chiefs' running back situation as anybody who could pick up a block. They're very small in well, stature. I mean, Pacheco has been good picking up the blitz, and that's kind of what I think got I don't think him. they have to blitz. That's the I thing. Think, well, that's the thing. They <laughs> don't. Know? They don't. But you still have to chip. You still have to yeah. do certain things with Reddick sure. on the outside. The, yeah. the Eagles' front is really good. Like, for, people forget they got Sue midseason. You know, he's like a... And just the an, other one, uh, Linval Joseph. And they have they still have Fletcher Cox? Yeah. Yeah. So it's they just... But, but getting Sue, Sue was just like a... a well, they had already had a really good rotation, and all of a sudden you throw in that... Oh, it's because they were they were thin at one point, and mean, they're like, screw it, we're going to go out there and spend some money. Mean Sue. I don't like Sue. No, I know you don't like Sue. As a Green but, Bay um, guy, you got to But I know him. he brings an, an edge and an attitude to a defensive line that, you know, pretty much you're in the stretch run, and you need to add some attitude to that D, mm. and Sue's sitting there. It's like, yeah, clearly I'm taking Comparing him. the numbers, obviously the yards, not even close. Mahomes absolutely lit the scoreboard up as far as yardage is concerned. I found this interesting. Their completion percentage, Mahomes at a 67.1 and Jalen Hurts at a 66.5. So less than a full percent different in completion percentage. These guys are both effective quarterbacks. Um, their yards per attempt, 8 to 8.1. You know what I mean? So this is a very, very tight matchup. The touchdowns, again, not comparable. Mahomes, I feel like they don't run the ball. Even though Pacheco had a great career, a great year in his rookie season, you know, you look at McKinnon, and half the times that McKinnon was scoring touchdowns, they were way more than half. I they were like catching, eight. yeah, exactly. So, um, so Hurts twenty-two touchdowns to six picks uh, to Mahomes is forty-one to twelve. Um, the rushing is where it differentiates. See, now Mahomes ran in the playoffs when he absolutely needed to. Obviously, the ankle injury stalled him out from being more effective on the ground. But again, now it's it's the last game of the season. I, I fully expect Patrick Mahomes to use his legs when absolutely needed. And I don't even say absolutely needed. Like, that one last play against Cincinnati, absolutely needed it. Had to have it, right? I don't think that that's a thing this week. I think it's like if it's there, he's taking it this time. I, I think that if, if they're relying on Mahomes' legs to win this game, they're going to be in trouble. I'm that's not saying rely on it. I'm saying no, if it's I, there, I agree. If it's it. there, he takes it. It's the Super Bowl, of course. But... You know, if, if that turns out to be the case where there where Mahomes doesn't really get much of a clean pocket, I think it could be a long night. I like the Eagles in this game. I'm leaning Eagles, I should say, because I haven't actually looked at the the you know the metrics. But I mean, we've seen these teams play all season long. It's going to be hard for me to to go against the Eagles in any way because they're just so complete. Um, Andy Reid scares me though. That is the experience factor here. Andy Reid obviously going against a little bit of a revenge. You know, not for nothing. I, I don't. I, I don't it think revenge. it was. I don't think it was a. Um, that ship had sailed. It right. So like, I think it was time to move on from Andy Reid. And there they was did no it. ill ill will towards Reid. No, or but vice you, you know, you that. know how the people are going to read into this. You know, like they just surprisingly. It, they had. I mean, made, they were booing that man off the out the building. Well, that's, towards the end of his tenure. Yeah. So I mean, that's Philly. You know that. Yeah, but you know he is not going to forget that. Uh, obviously, I don't the, think Andy Reid cares. I honestly don't. I think 
you know, it might be a thing that the players want to want to use. But if you need extra motivation, like, oh, he used to play, he used to coach that team. If you're a, a Chiefs fan or a Chiefs player, the odds are you were like nine when mm -hmm. Andy Reid was coaching that team. So you don't even care. If you want to keep up for your coach, that's all good. But it's a Super Bowl. <laughs> you don't need any any extra motivation. You got Jalen Hurts. You got uh, Miles Sanders. You got those guys on the other side of the field that you got to worry about. Yeah. So, uh, again, I'm looking at the fact that Jalen Hurts has been uber effective on the ground. He also, you know, probably pumped the brakes a little bit with the attempts throughout the course of the last couple of weeks. Now, I understand that they played lesser opponents in regards to their offense, the 49ers defense brought it. You know what I mean? So you have to – the fact that he didn't run all over the place was just a kind of a telltale sign that he wasn't really ready to do that. Um, and the fact that they had, you know, multiple touchdown leads in both games that they were playing. So, so they didn't really like have, have to, a bang right. quarterback. It wasn't, it wasn't necessary uh, at the time. But I think it's all systems go for Jalen Hurts in this game. I think game, so, though. too. There's no, I think both there's of these no guys are going to go nuts. got to worry about. So anything he's going to be dealing with is going to be pain management. Outside of him literally not being able to use whatever appendage is hurting, mm -hmm. he's playing, and he's, and he's it's a full slate of all his skill set. Running, throwing, you name it. Blocking. Whatever you got to do is the Super Bowl. So you're in. If on there is a fumble, jump on it. Oh, I don't care yeah, if it's in the script. Don't can't not to jump on it. <laughs> Those are the you best. Better jump on it. Those are the absolute you best see, memes like, that I've seen. Um, Stefan Diggs when he read the uh, the Pro Bowl skills <laughs> script because he had to like put blindfolds on and like crouch below the cheerleaders. Like it was the most cringe thing I've ever it seen really in my was life. Bad. It was pretty bad. Um, but look. The quarterbacks are obviously the story here. We'll get into the running backs tomorrow. We'll get into the pass catchers Wednesday. Thursday is going to be real exciting because for the first time, we're excited to finally talk about liquid props, and that's something that we definitely want to dive headfirst into. There is a long list of liquid props right now on the Mojo app. you got to check them out. We're going to tell you our favorite on Thursday of which ones we like, which ones we don't like, um, and obviously Friday we'll preview the game and pick the game itself, but the liquid props thing is very exciting stuff. I actually saw it in action finally, and I was like, this is great. Um, I, I think that this is going to be very fluid with, well, liquid. So, <laughs> mm, got it. Uh, still got it after all that sickness. Uh, but I, I look at the liquid props for the for the NFL as a way to kind of play on the day-to-day. -day, but, like, man, liquid props in the NBA, boy, mm. that is going to be some movement. Yeah, it, just, it adds some excitement. It really you know? does. Because, look, I mean, we all know what Mojo's about. Mojo's about the long-term career, you know, expectations and what you think these guys are going to do. Liquid props, it gives you that day-to-day -day trading you, it value. It gives you that, that like... Vig bet. Yeah. Instead of doing a long term where you gotta you gotta risk five hundred, even though it's not risking five hundred, you have to displace five hundred to win one hundred on a day bet on a on a basically a day trade bet. It allows you to be able to do that without dispersing, you know, funds that you may not have for as sure. um disposable. For sure, for Got sure. It. I think it's gonna be great. And look, there's a lot more things coming up on the Mojo Market Report. We're gonna have some guests lined up. We're going to bring in some experts from draft season. We also already know that there's been, um, what was it, how many players from the Senior Bowl that were 20. entered? 20 players from the Senior Bowl that were entered into the Mojo market. So go check those guys out and their prices. I'm telling you right now, it, it it's fast and furious. I've seen some clips already on social media within um, the uh, the Mojo social medias. There There's a lot to discuss, and I want to make sure I get this right. Uh, it is... Yes, Travis May. That's I, I knew it was Travis. I just didn't know his last name off the top of my head. Travis May is one of the experts. Knowing all the college, every single college player you could possibly think of, this guy has a tape on it. 
So go follow him over on Twitter. Follow us on social media. Do that right now on Twitter, over on social media, on the Instagram, on the TikTok. And I don't know why I'm putting the in front of everything, but why not? My girlfriend makes fun of me because I say the shop right. The Home Depot. Oh, that's that's very old. That's very I am old, old of you. I, I, I mean, you're not that much I'm older a man. than me. <laughs> 40. I just, you know, whatever. At Mojo and, of course, Mojo.com. Also, join the Discord. You're going to want to do that right now because I'm sure you guys got questions about everything that's about to happen with the liquid props and everything like that. Guys, also, before I forget, these liquid props, right, on Thursday when we talk about them, offense, ready, defense. There's defensive players with prop bets that are going to be available, that are available right now if you want to dive into it. We will dive into that on Thursday as we wrap up this week. But it's a long week. Let's get there first. Let's see some headlines drop uh, within the radio row and all that stuff. So we appreciate you guys checking us out. Um, And, of course, for supporting the show. Like the video on YouTube, all that good stuff. Take care, everybody. For Dave Sergio, Chris Gucci, A5, behind the glass, over here at Chop Studios in beautiful, very, very cold Matawan, New Jersey. This has been another episode of the Mojo Market Report. We'll see you guys back here tomorrow. Give you a one and a two for Higgins. Higgins on the block. <laughs>